Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. I'm Carl. And I'm Mike. And each week we tackle a topic related to personal branding. We talk about the importance, the goals, and share action steps based on our personal experiences. Our hope is to fast track your branding efforts so you can confidently demonstrate your expertise and knowledge to your audience. Okay, so we're going to try something a little bit different. We're going to actually try to do a little bit of a mini-series type of thing. And to kick it off, we're going to start with blogging for business. The good, the bad, and what should you strive for with blogging? Sounds good. We're probably going to talk more about the good of blogging uh, for your business. but let's. So let's start off with the bad. So how can blogging be bad? <laughs> I guess blogging can be bad if you... A, don't do it or you do it so infrequently that people don't even realize that you are blogging. I can actually talk from my own experience when I started writing uh, and it's getting a little bit better but my writing was pretty uh, pretty poor at the beginning and so actually people were coming to me and saying okay Mike I am coming to your website but the, the copy on there of spelling errors and the grammar is not so good it's like you talk kind of thing. <laughs> so just like You're writing too much like just you talk. weird stuff all over the place. And so yeah, people were actually saying it looks bad and uh, and so it had me thinking, okay, before I start writing anymore, I gotta figure this out and figure out how I can improve there. So I guess in that sense, blogging can be bad if you're doing it poorly. Actually you made a really good point there because you know, I only talked about how often you, you actually blog, but you made a really good point in terms of just the clarity and the grammar and the structure because when someone does see that and read that and they and you know fortunately for you people knew you so they didn't think that you were you know um you know not so bright or whatever but exactly right so if someone else were to see that some stranger saw that they'd be like who's this dude this like you know (laughs) you'd be known for a really bad reason and you probably lose that uh, potential audience member or whatever and uh, basically everything can go downhill from there yeah so that brings us to the point about blogging being good. And if you do it well, you can be viewed as an export. Export or an expert? Uh, see, that's one of the things that I was doing wrong. <laughs> Not as an export. You can be viewed as an expert. <laughs> okay, good. As an expert. Um, anyway, so or as an expat or whatever. It's early um, in the morning here. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah, right. So, okay, so blogging can be good for that exact reason that we said, like, if you did the opposite way, where you blog more frequently, where you do, I guess, have, like, proper grammar, and your sentences <laughs> sound like you can actually communicate with someone, that you're not a Neanderthal in some way, then it can be good for your business, because people can come to you and view your blog as a trusted resource for information. Yeah. Anything and- else? Well, no. Well, just to give an example, I I found that I started sharing some tips uh, within an online community, just uh, one of these Facebook groups, and it just it was kind of nice. It was a way that people started seeing that hey, this guy knows a little bit about websites, uh, and if I need to come to him, or if I know someone in need, a friend uh, in need of a website, then I could maybe uh, refer them to Mike because it looks like he knows what he's talking about. Right. I think it is that, and also it's the same with my presentation site, but. I think that maybe further than that, it's kind of different than traditional ways of, uh, I guess, marketing or advertising, because traditionally you wouldn't have had that opportunity to have that kind of conversation with people. Uh, you'd have to maybe go somewhere and meet people in a in a real setting or whatever, uh, in real life, and and talk to them. But in this case, you're you know you're given the opportunity to have a voice kind of thing, and it can be found. And also, like you said, you can either 
uh, be viewed an expert as an expert in that way with uh, in online communities or even just with your with your blog as well. So I guess there needs to be also some congruency there too. But yeah, definitely that's a really cool way to to do that. Blogging kind of helps, but it doesn't help Mike talk better. No, <laughs> it doesn't <clears throat> help Mike. I kind of lost so, where we were. Okay, so what were what you wanted to talk about? I think is that you were talking about how blogging is a great way to build your sales pipeline because people already see you as an expert and the person they can trust to go and actually get whatever it is you you know you're talking about. So as an example for me, when I talk about uh, content marketing with videos, when I talk about presentations, people can see, oh yeah, that guy actually knows what he's talking about, so we can actually go to him when we need something. And and honestly, that has happened to me, and I and I think that uh, my presentations website and also my YouTube channel have really contributed to building that pipeline. Okay, so we defined, I guess, six different I guess goals that we can we can strive to achieve with blogging, and the first thing that uh, that we discussed was you know having this kind of high level planning aspect of it, where I guess you can sort of oversee everything that needs to be done in terms of uh, one of the goals. So, for example, you want to be uh, consistent. We talked about how maybe you should have a schedule where you're always blogging, and then also thinking about okay, well, what is the length of each blog going to be? So if it's if it's text, you know how many words you're going to write, and ideally you're going to write at least 300 because with the search engines being able to index that, you want at least 300 words, and then also for video length and you know other things as well. Our podcast, for example. Uh, the third thing is uh, to determine how you're going to separate yourself from your competition. What can you do that adds value, or how are you going to build your leads? that's different than what other people are doing. So that, those are three kind of high-level goals that you should sort of aim for with your blogging. Yeah, another one that you should do is find the content form that your audience is going to like. So you have videos, audio, uh, text. You have to figure out what your audience is going to like to consume the most. So that'll be another thing that we talk about. Cool. And then the third thing is to find a tone of voice and I'm not talking about you know having a high-pitched squeaky voice or like you know or a deep low voice or whatever but it's actually what way do you want people to hear you talking as in I guess the um, type of feeling that you want to convey or the attitude that you want to convey uh, for example if you're Stephen Wright the comedian you've got like that really dry kind of you know whatever delivery and that's his tone of voice. That's the way he speaks to people. So how do you speak to people? Like Mike is all about energy, right? He wants to, in everything he does, it's got to be more about energy and stuff like that. For me, I just trying to sound stupid. Uh, that's that's my thing, right? Just at least you know be direct and clear. That's my that's my way. I think. But another one is just to find the process. So when you want to write or when you want to blog, it's definitely uh, there's a lot of things involved. It's not just coming up with an idea, but it's actually putting stuff down. Once you're done with that, you've got to get it out and then you've got to repeat the process. So repeat the cycle. So finding a process is, uh, is also another thing and we'll be talking about that. Okay. And then the fifth kind of goal that you want with your blog and you want to achieve with your blogging is to also find another process. But this one is about promoting your blog after you have created something. So you can't just create it and then just kind of leave it on your website or leave it on your YouTube, YouTube channel or leave it in SoundCloud with your podcast or what have you. You actually have to figure out what you're going to do with it afterwards. So you need to figure out that process. So that's the fifth goal. And that's a big area we're going to try to improve with our podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and then finally, 
once you're promoting it, the the last thing is you got to figure out if what you're doing is actually any good. You know, if you're promoting your stuff, if people are actually listening to it or or not. So we're going to talk a little bit about measurements and ways that we can figure out if what you are doing is actually good. Cool. Okay, so finally, let's talk about the actionable steps that you can take right now in terms of blogging. So we have five different action steps. And the very first one is to, first of all, get in the right mindset. Because blogging is an essential part of branding and marketing. You really just cannot say that it's not necessary anymore. It is so absolutely necessary. So you need to get into your head that you have to blog, basically, or some way get your stuff out there you know, in, in blogging and videos and whatever. So that's the first thing. Another thing is to think of initial topics of what would be uh, interesting for your target audience. So starting off with sort of a list of your of 10 common questions that people ask. For example, if you build websites, people ask, well, what platform do you build your websites on? So being able to address those kind of things and talk and start thinking about uh, good answers for that. That's going to help answer more of, of your customers' uh, concerns. Right. And then also just to throw an extra one in there, which is um, these SAQs or should ask questions. So you've got the frequently asked questions, but then maybe your customers or clients, you know, should ask it, some other questions as well. Help them to learn more about what you're doing. So those are uh, uh, 10 additional topics you can have. So you can have 10 FAQs and then say 10 SAQs and you've got 20 initial topics right off right right from the get-go the next thing you should consider is a publishing schedule so what we've done with the podcast is we've kind of said okay every tuesday we're going to record and we have this flow of from record to edit to uh to posting it and that happens all within a week and so Starting off with something like this, I found it very helpful to just get the stuff done and get into some type of rhythm. And we've started off with that. And what I find is that, you know, the more that we're doing this, we're getting more comfortable and we're actually considering, hey, maybe we can actually do a few at once rather than um, separating them all out. Right. And I should say it's not actually we, it's actually Mike that does all that. I just kind of, you know, talk. So just to make sure that's more, more clear about the fact that I actually don't do it, Mike does it. Um, so anyway, so so kudos to Mike. And uh, just Anyways, making, I just want to make the fact I'm not paying Carl to be on this podcast, or or for like correcting your grammar. Yeah, yeah, and thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> that's kind of bad fourth, that you're an English coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, so the fourth actionable step that we have is to decide where you're going to publish, promote, or share your posts. So you know if it's going to be on your website, if it's going to be on Twitter or Facebook or what have you decide where that's going to be. And then the last thing is just to go out and do it. Um, you know, even with my experiences of doing stuff that with poor grammar and stuff, it, it actually is a good thing. I found that it just creates conversations. And so if you're not doing anything, how's anyone going to hear about you? So what I find is blogging in general, it's just a great way to produce something and present it to people. And that can always kick off a conversation. And if you, you know, it's like in baseball, if, how are you going to hit a home run if you never swing the bat? So I don't know if that makes sense to half of the people here, but. Well, I mean, I think what you're saying is that you're just kind of learning as you're going along. And if you don't get started, you're not going to learn anything. Yeah. Well said. There you go. Mm. Okay, cool. Awesome. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand.